0: 1 Samuel 17. 1 Samuel 17. We're going to start reading to verse 31. 1 Samuel 17 verse 31. It says this. And when the words were heard which David spake, they rehearsed them before Saul and he sent for him. And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go. And fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. For thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him, and smote him, and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, go, and the Lord be with thee. Let's pray. Father, we're so grateful and thankful that you are a great deliverer today. And you deliver us out of uh, circumstances, Lord, that sometimes we get ourselves in, sometimes the world presents to us, but God, we know, Heavenly Father, of your faithfulness to your children, and we love you this morning, Lord. And Thank you for this service, for the spirit that we felt. And we pray to God that it will continue to disturb in each one's hearts, Lord. And if someone has a need of deliverance today, we pray they'll come and seek you. Seek your face this morning, Lord, because we know Heavenly Father, and you'll hear us because you love us. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we do pray. And Amen. The thought we have today is the lion, the bear, and the giant. The lion, the bear and the giant. I assume everybody in here has heard the story of David and Goliath. Have you heard the story? Have you heard the story of David and Goliath? Okay, it's a pretty good story if you haven't. And I'm not going to go through the entire story, but we know of the story of David and Goliath. But many times we go immediately, right, to the battle between David and Goliath. And it's a, it's good. It's good to hear it. And I, uh Mentioned this, I don't know, a few months ago about how the world has embraced that story. Even though there's, they're maybe not Christians, they maybe don't read the Bible, but they know about the story of David and Goliath. But we don't hear so much about what happened to David prior to him going to battle. What prepared him to go into the battle with the giant. And we will look at that for just a, a moment uh, today. Uh, we'll set this up briefly uh, to say this, that uh, the Philistines was in battle with the Israelites. And they were, they were fighting, they were in war. But there was a, a Philistine, a, uh, one of great valor, one that was huge in size. That had came, come out and challenged the Israelites, all the Israelites. And said, give me one man out of your army to fight me and I'll go up against him. And if your Israelite wins, then our, the Philistines were going to serve you. But if I win, then Israelite, the Israel, will serve the Philistines. Was there anyone took him up on that challenge right away? Not right away, was there? There was a hesitation. Matter of fact, in one place, he said they were afraid. They were afraid to go up against a giant, and we can understand that, but. In the meantime, uh, this challenge was going on. Uh, this little young lad named uh, David, who was the youngest of Jesse's children, he was out tending to the sheep. He was, a, he was being a shepherd. And there were things happening with him all around, but really the focus was on the battle, the war that was raging and that was happening. And think about this for just a moment. It said, there was no one that stepped out to fight the giant. That included three of David's brothers that was on the battlefield. The three older brothers to David were already out there battling. Now I'm not going to say they didn't have uh, fear or courage. They were out there and they were uh, in war and they were fighting. But the challenge went out to them as well as it did to everybody else. All the other Israelites. So you think about David's three older brothers while he was tending to sheep, they were on the battlefield, yet they were afraid of, as well of the giant. David was preparing for something. God's preparing you maybe for something. Something you may be going through this morning, God's preparing you for something. We don't know uh, what uh, may be uh, around the corner for us, what may be ahead this week or next week, but God knows those things and there's things that he, uh, maybe places or allows happens in our life to prepare us for something else that's about to take place. Now you wonder what could happen, somebody tending sheep, uh, how, what could happen on, on, out in the pasture field that could prepare them for a big battle? Well, one thing David knew of God. Because we see it in those verses that I read. David knew of God and his power and his ability to deliver. And he started, uh, certainly a shepherd, it's, a, it's not a, a fun, a thrill job that a lot of people seek. They don't. And actually there's danger to it. There are uh, animals that come around, as we read here, of a couple of them. And that they have to protect their sheep. I'm glad for the good shepherd today. I <laughs> praise the Lord. I'm glad that he protects me from the unknown. I said, I you know, uh, traveling uh, as many miles as that I travel, thank God he's kept me safe. Uh, things could change. I don't know what, as I said, don't know what happened uh, tomorrow or, or uh, next week or whatever it may be, but I know up to this point he's kept me safe and I thank him for that. Praise the Lord for that. Uh, how many times I... Probably was close to danger or death, yet he protected me. Praise the Lord. Amen. I think David was being prepared for something while he was out in the pasture field. The shepherd job sometimes is pretty lonely. Sometimes we can feel pretty lonely in this life. I so said we can be in the midst of a crowd and still feel like we're all alone. We can feel that way. devil will make us feel even worse, but, but just emotions, things that we're going through, trials and difficulties. But we need to trust in God because He can ever be present with us in our life. If we feel alone, if we feel secluded, God is there. If we're with a bunch of people, God is still there with us. And He's there to help us. But what was happening to David to prepare him in a battle that no one else wanted to take part of, that everyone else was afraid of. Well, we see here uh, what happened. Uh, The one thing is that is mentioned is that there's a story of a lion and a bear. And we don't know the entire story, but we've got pieces of that story. And David said, listen, I I know I can face a giant because... I once faced the lion and the bear. Now the story goes as if maybe they appeared at the same time, but I believe there were probably unique circumstances to them. I believe it happened at one time that he was facing a lion and another time he was facing a bear. But we'll talk about the lion and the bear together. Because what makes them so fierce? They're a fierce beast, both of them are. But what makes them so fierce? What makes the lion so fierce that the other animals are afraid of him? What makes the bear so fierce that the other animals are afraid of the bear? You know, the interesting thing is I I look to say, well, if there was a lion and a bear got in a fight with each other, who would win? You got an opinion on that? Well, come to find out, now I would say the majority says that the, that the bear would probably win. But there were a fair number of folks that believe that the lion would win. And, and the, they said there's no doubt the way the lion could win for sure is if it snuck up and it had the tendency to do this, to sneak up behind the bear and attack it. You remember that too, because lion's going to come in play here in just a second. Either way, they're fierce animals. But what makes them so fierce? I would say one thing that makes them fierce is their roar. Lion and bear—they have a pretty fierce roar, right? Kids, are you listening? Kids, are you listening out there today? Give me a roar. (laughs) (laughs) That's not scary. That's not fierce. Give me a roar. Oh, yeah, there we go. That's better. That's better. I don't know if that scared me or not, but the lion and the bear, though, they have a mean roar. What does the scripture say compare the devil to? Not just a lion. Remember, I talked about the lion, if it sneak up on the bear, he's sneaky. The devil's sneaky. But not just a lion, yeah, but a roaring lion. Now, we don't have to run in fear. We'll get to that in just a moment. Of the devil. If you've got God in your life, if you don't have God in your life, you might be running scared. But the roar, the roar makes the lion and the bear both fierce animals. And the devil, he is as a roaring lion, so his feet... It can be scary sometimes. It can be detrimental. It can uh, uh, make Him feel, uh, uh, to, for us to feel that He is a beast that's hard to go up against. And He'll tell you things. He'll roar in your ear. He'll talk to you in your ear. And He'll tell you That you're already defeated. I'm talking to the Christians too. He'll tell us that. He'll say that what you're doing is not worthwhile. He'll make you question yourself. He'll make you question your faith. He'll make you question your marriage. He'll make you question how you're living your life. He'll make you question things. But he is a sneaky individual. It says there's wiles. It says there's fiery darts that he throws at you. But praise God. If you got Christ in your life. If you're dressed for success. as a lesson that Timmy had been teaching about, you're prepared to face him. You can defeat that giant today. We can't do it by ourselves, we can't do it alone. David didn't say he was going to go fight the giant all by himself. Matter of fact, even when he's talking about the story of the lion and the bear, he ended up giving credit to who credit belonged to. For allowing him to deliver and kill those two animals. And that was God himself. The devil has a roar. And he wants to intimidate you. You ever been intimidated by the devil? Yeah. Yeah, I have too. It's not good. Now God, he prepares a Christian along the way. And we will... Maybe eventually, maybe right away, we recognize what's happening. Then what do we do? We go to the Lord, right? That's the reason it says in the Scripture that we're to yield to the Spirit and not to the flesh. This flesh is weak. And the devil knows that. And he wants to intimidate us. And in the flesh, we can get intimidated. But in the Spirit of God, my goodness, we're all mighty and all powerful because we know where that Spirit comes from. It comes from above. What makes the lion and the bear fierce? It's his roar, but it's also they're bold. They're bold. So I don't know how big the the fold was that David was taking care of. Maybe it was a hundred sheep, maybe it was a thousand sheep. I'm not sure. But nonetheless, there was countless numbers of sheep. And the lion, all those sheep, Doesn't intimidate him. The lion's bold. And he went into the flock and took one of the lambs out. He didn't fear all the sheep that were there. The bear was bold because it went in amongst all those sheep and snatched a lamb out of it. Think about this. You should say, well, that that could be bold, but sheep's not all that intimidating, but... But you know who else was there that the bear and the lion showed boldness? He went in the presence of the shepherd. The bear and the lion, they still went in the presence of the shepherd to take a lamb. The devil's bold. The devil's bold. You think that the devil will stop at those church doors? I'm telling you right now, the devil has whispered in many a ear, sitting right people sitting in the sanctuary. He's those that are lost, the old, the older folks that are lost, the senior folks that are lost. He's whispering in their ear. They've waited too long. the The young lost, the devil's whispering in their ear while the invitation's given that they got plenty of time. The the good moral individual, but still lost without Christ. That's sitting in the pew. The devil is whispering to them. You're just as good as that person over there. And it says he's a liar and a father of. And he'll come even in the presence of a shepherd. Just because we're a child of God. Does not prevent him from coming after us. Just because we have the Spirit of God that does reign in our life does not keep the enemy from coming after us. But we know that if we yield to the Spirit of God, that the flesh can in no way be taken over by the enemy, praise God. Uh, That the one that said this said, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Thank God I've got God in my life. And I feel that spirit. It says in the scripture that the sheep recognize the voice of the shepherd and the shepherd recognizes the sheep. We know one another. So we know, you know, you should recognize when the enemy is lying to you. That's exactly what he's doing. He's lying to you. He's trying to deceive you. He's bold and he'll come after you. The third thing here that makes the lion and the bear fierce is that they're strong. They have strength. They can destroy one another. I believe the stories I looked up and read. They've got videos you can actually watch of an actual lion and actual bear fighting each other. If you want to see that, but they're both strong. They're powerful. In Proverbs 30, it says, A lion which is strongest among beasts turneth not away for any. A lion will face down a bear, and a bear will face down a lion because they got strength and they believe in the strength that they have. And I'll tell you right now that there's that the devil. I'm not trying to give him any kind of praise, I'm not at all. I'm just telling you what the Bible talks about here. But he has strength. He has some ability. He's not greater than God, by no stretch of the imagination. But he was an angel at one time, fell from the graces of God. He has strength, he has power, he has ability, but never greater than God. Even in temptation, he knows where to tempt you, when to tempt you, how to tempt you. But even in those circumstances, it says God provide will provide a way out. But we must seek Him and His will. In comparing the, the devil, if you will, to the lion and the bear. They've got the roar, they've got the boldness, they've got the strength. But you know what David said he did? I read it there. You know what David said that he did? when he came across the lion and the bear and seen that they was taking a lamb? Verse 35 says that David went after him. David went after the lion. The one that I just talked about. David went after the bear. Because they have one of his little lambs. Think of that story there about the 90 and 9. Praise God. Listen, if there's a flock of a hundred of us, lambs of a hundred of us, and there's one that goes astray or there's one that the enemy is luring away from the flock, I believe Jesus will come after him. Praise God. He's got the power and ability to snatch him. Put that lamb up over his shoulders like so many shepherds would do and carry him back to the fold. Mm. That's who we're saving today. That's who we're serving today. Jesus loves us. He cares for us. He'll help us. But it says, regardless of what the devil can do, has done, if we yield to the Spirit of God, what does the Scripture say? It says, resist the devil, and he will what? He will flee from you. I tell you what defeats us sometimes a day is that we run like a scared individual. The devil comes up and says, "Boo." And we just we're ready to run away. When sometimes we got to face him down. The scripture didn't say now we're we're supposed to stay away from we're not supposed to dabble in things of the world. <clears throat> we know what things can get us in trouble. If we're dabbling in the world and not focused on God and, and His Word. They says resisting. That means He's going he's to come on the scene. So you go up and you're resisting. David went after the lion, went after the bear. Because he knew by the power of God that they could be defeated and He could save the lamb out of their mouth. that's exactly what happened. Now listen, none of us want problems. Somebody had mentioned uh, to me, said, man, preacher, I tell you, this world would be a whole lot better if I didn't have any troubles, if I didn't have any sorrow, if I didn't have any problems. That's what I really want. I want a life with no problems. And I said, well, that's what I want too. <laughs> but the only way we're going to get it is through the blood of Jesus Christ and make it to heaven one of these days. That's going to be an eternal life without trouble, without sorrow, without problems. But down here in this world, listen, there's blessings of God. There's joyful times. There's times of celebration. It's wonderful. But there's times of trouble. And there's times of difficulty. And sometimes we just have to face them. Sometimes we have to face them down. Because what happened in the pastor field with David, facing the bear, facing the lion, and defeating them, you know what happened to David? He gained confidence. David got confidence at being a shepherd. David got confidence of what God could do, what God would do. That gave him confidence to say that, "I'll go fight that Philistine." The youngest brother, little old lad. The armor and stuff wouldn't even fit him properly. And three older brothers on the battlefield that also said, I don't want to go fight him. David said, I'll go fight him. Because the God that delivered me from the lion, the God that delivered me from the bear, he'll deliver me from the giant too. And I'll tell you right now, you may never defeat the giant until you defeat the lion and the bear. You run from the lion. You run from the bear. Guess what happens when you beat the giant? Sometimes we got to defeat the lion and defeat the bear so that we can defeat the giant. Things prepare us in this life for other events. It may even prepare us to go help another that's in a battle. They're facing a lion. They're facing a bear. Maybe it's time for them to face a giant. And we've been through the circumstances and we've got confidence in God. And God says, I can use you over here on this battlefield. If He says that, then you should go. we got to conquer the lions that's presented to us. We've got to conquer the bear so that we can conquer the giant. David said, I'm... Able. I'm able to. I'm qualified. I have confidence because I know it's the same God that can deliver me again. How about you today? What are you facing? West Tom, if you will, come up and get an invitation song ready. What are you facing? You may be facing a bear right now. You may be facing a lion right now. Of trouble, of problems, of difficulty, of uncertainty. Maybe you're staring down the giant right now. But I'll tell you this. Be confident in God. Trust in Him. The one that says that He can do all things. All things are possible with God. If God be for us, who can be against us? No one. Is that who you're believing in? Is that who you're trusting in? There's no place to stop. We gotta keep on going. We've got to keep on marching. We've got to keep on praying. We've got to keep on looking. We gotta keep on believing. And we gotta put our, our hand into God's big hand. Trusting in Him. And having confidence that He's gonna provide the victory for us. That's what David did. And David found victory over the giant. He had confidence going into the battle. And God did just what David knew that he could do. He provided victory. God wants to provide victory in your life. If you have a need, we'd ask you to come to the altar as Tom sings.